Welcome to the MWT Podcast with me, Lisa, and Tiffany. What up? On this podcast, we talk about various topics, drink different cocktails, and today we are actually drinking, well, we tried one beer, which is the Schlaf, how do we say it? Schlafly. Schlafly Coconut Cream Ale. It's from a St. Louis brewery. I feel like we've drank beer from this brewery Yeah, I think before, we had right? their pumpkin one before. Is that, oh, yeah, you're right. We did. Um, It's, in my, I don't know, it's kind of a weird mixture of coconut and beer together. And I don't feel like there's a lot of coconut flavor. I feel like there is a strong artificial coconut flavor to it. Maybe that's why I don't like it very much. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not my favorite um, version of anything cocoa nutty. It's a very weird, yeah, like it taste. It's not nasty, but it's, it's not good. Yeah, but it's not good. Like I would, I'm very thankful I didn't buy a six pack. Yeah. And then I found it individually to try it. Yeah, so Lisa and I split a bottle, and I think that's about the extent yeah. of what we can handle. It might be good to put a little rum in it. Like a coconut rum. It might make it taste a little better. Yeah, I don't know what would make it. 5% alcohol. I don't know what would make it taste better, to be quite it's honest. It's just a weird. Guys. And then it kind of has a weird aftertaste on top of having a weird taste. Yeah. Not really my favorite. I'm not sure how it's going to do in my stomach. That's the part that kind of worries me. Hi. It's just like a beer. I feel like it's kind of making me ill right now. She's had two sips. Don't bust me and out, Lisa. already making her ill. Don't bust me out, Lisa. I had a rough day today. That's oh, She had a rough one. I actually didn't have that rough of a day. It's just been a busy day, I should say. Like... Hmm. It wasn't really rough necessarily. It was just like, oh, okay. Then maybe I should have got the gin and tonic with cranberry and lime. She should have. Sorry. I have no lime. Next time. All right. I got excited when I saw the other beer that we're drinking. So the beer I got the six pack for was, um, I don't know if you ever heard me talk about the Odell Brewing Company that's in Colorado, the one that I have the keychain that I keep all the time, obviously, on my keys. Because that's my favorite. Like, they have my two favorite beers. So, I saw that at the store I was at. And I got, like, super sidetracked and excited. So, I had to get it. So, we are drinking the... So, it's Odell Brewing Company. And it's the 90 Shilling Ale. It's an amber... It's a type of an amber ale. And it's 5.3% alcohol by volume. I like it. I've never heard Lisa talk about Odell Brewing Company, yeah. which is so funny. It is, because look, it's my keychain, and I could I never mean, find it here. I've never heard her talk about it, but... You guys I, probably have. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not the best listener, so it's not a good gauge for me to say. Uh, I've never heard Lisa mention this before. Um, mm-hmm. I don't actually like it. Huh? I don't. Why? I think like um, it tastes similar to beers we've had before. It has a strong metal finish. No. Which is weird because I'm a fan of amber ale, so that's why it's kind of surprising because Sterl, Sterl the Pearl, or whatever mm-hmm. he call, goes by off of the RBU mm-hmm. Wrestling Roundtable podcast, he came in and grabbed one. He opened one up and he was like, oh, Tiffany's not going to like this. So give me hers. So give me hers. And I hate to admit that he is 
almost correct, except for I'm no bitch. Like, I'll finish my beers. Everybody knows this. Yeah, we know. So, even if I don't necessarily like it, the problem is, you know, sometimes when I try a beer, I want to, like, sip it and enjoy mm-hmm. the full flavor from beginning to end. And this one, it's really suspect to me. Like, are, do you not taste the strong? I don't, so I wonder it if it's like because a you have the... I don't think so. I wonder, though, if it's because you have the weird aftertaste from the coconut to the this one. Yeah. How do you want a penny taste like? Because... Because I don't just go around licking pennies. You don't? I thought everybody did. It's good luck. Find a penny, pick it up, lick it up, or something like that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No. Um, When I was little, I used to, like... Eat penny? Put them in my mouth. I also heard, though, and I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody told me if you get pulled over and you've been drinking alcohol, if you suck on a penny, it'll, like, drop your level when you do, like, a blow. That's cool. When you blow into the... What happens? What is it called? A a breathalyzer. A breathalyzer. I was like, when you blow into the... I'm going to Google what happens when you suck a penny. And then blow into a breathalyzer. You can't just say, what happens when you suck on a penny? When... Now watch it be like this. What the heck is wrong with my phone? What happens when you suck? No, not a penis. Oh, oh my God. A penny and blow a... That's what it said. Blow a breathalyzer. Well, I'm sure that's what it said. That's why I laughed because you Mm -hmm. said, what happens when you suck a P-E-N? I mean, what else did you think was going to happen? Right. We are looking at the internet now. Okay, let's see. Go. This is reading very closely. It says, Placing a copper penny or any other form of currency under your tongue does not affect breathalyzer results whatsoever. Okay. So it's an urban myth. It's just what I heard by from somebody many, many oh, years okay. ago. Oh, okay. So this is why it says that it's a myth. Okay. Let me find it. <clears throat> While she go. does that, I'm going to, like, chug this coconut cream ale. Ugh. Here we go. Uh, yeah. That just was not... Oh, Gross. Oh my god. Okay, so not now it kind of lists and these are kind of funny. So it says here are myth of what people say can trick a breathalyzer. Oh jeez. Eating your own underwear? Oh no. Eating toilet paper? They're trying to see if that'll like no. They're trying to see if people do it. They're like sucking on your underwear. No, they're trying to see if that'll like no, don't it says mm-hmm. eating foods that you feel like would, um... Okay, here's a sucking on a penny. Sucking on a penny. The idea behind this popular myth is that the copper in the penny will neutralize the alcohol. Well, similar to above, the alcohol is not coming from your mouth. I am not sure about the reaction that occurs when alcohol meets copper, but I can tell you the penny won't protect you from the alcohol in your lungs. Furthermore... 
According to at least one source, pennies are no longer made of copper. It is now 97.5% zinc and 2.5% copper. So even if copper would have been helpful, it's um, not happening pretty much is what they're saying. You can bet that the officers will notice your scheme and quickly stop it. And then it says the worst idea ever is people think using Listerine or mouthwash. Well, what they don't get is that they both have alcohol in them. Yeah. It says inhaling instead of blowing. So I wonder if you brush your teeth and then blow in a breathalyzer, will it cause... Well, I think you have to use mouthwash. say we... Well, that's what I'm saying, right? If you use an alcohol-based mouthwash and you, like happen to like have to blow mm. into a breathalyzer will it trigger a certain percentage it, I'm sure if it says don't do it because it's going to make it worse I mean I wonder is there an experiment for this like, what so it says so the whole thing it says it's the worst idea ever because nearly all mouthwashes contain what that's right alcohol so you are combating the presence of alcohol in your body with more alcohol what if your result would have been less than 0.08 initially well you just secured a certain trip to the jailhouse because you will most likely blow way above 0.08 due to all of the fresh alcohol in your mouth mouth alcohol detectors rarely if ever work Explaining it to the cop won't do you any good. Nice try. It's kind of interesting. And, then, have, and yeah. I have kind of gone out on a like tangent. Sorry, here. but that's no, okay. I mean, but it's kind it's, of interesting. Like it is to, interesting. Yeah. Because then it says that what does it say about eating peanut butter? So number thirteen, like the top thirteen, that's how many there are in this article, and people say eating peanut butter. And then it says, this one is at the bottom of the list because it is the closest thing to something that could work. If you could wash your lungs with it, it is true to high levels of sodium, which can be found in peanut butter, will neutralize ethanol by creating two byproducts, um, sodium exodide, whatever it's called, also known as, what is that word? What would be? I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Alkozide. It's right there. A L K O. Alkozide. Alkozide. Um, and hydrogen gas. But again, the problem is that the peanut butter travels from the mouth into your stomach, completely bypassing the lungs, where all of the air, which is full of alcohol, is about to come from, and be tested in the machine. This would be a great quick. A great trick to eliminate mouth alcohol. Also, good luck getting your hands on some peanut butter at the police station. Or getting it in your mouth and your handcuffs behind your back. Well, I mean, if you... Well, I probably shouldn't. You just carry a jar in I was going to say, you, that's what I was going to say. And then I was like, eh, maybe I probably shouldn't encourage <laughs> that. Put it in the car. Scoop it in your mouth. Swish it around. And, but that's right, it doesn't go in your lungs. Interesting. Mm. That is kind of interesting, actually. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting facts. I'm glad you brought up about the penny. You're welcome. Sorry it wasn't helpful, people, after all. Especially since pennies aren't made by copper anymore. No. But this beer... Does not taste like a penny. Tastes like metal at the end. Mm Mm-mm. 
I wish Gerald comes down. Which is why they probably call it 90 shilling, because shilling is money, and it tastes like coins, like shillings. Like, if they... But I don't think so. If they poured them, like, yeah, if they just let this sit in a copper barrel, I'm sure that's what it was. Just basically, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not my favorite. And it's mostly because of the aftertaste. Because, yeah, that is... Because the beer doesn't taste like that. No. It's like, um... Basically, mm. as you swallow the beer, the end taste on your tongue is a very, like, copper metal taste. Or at least to me it is. I don't know. Somebody else try one of these and... It could have been that roll you just ate. You tell me. Um, I ate a shrimp, like a Vietnamese summer shrimp roll, like... I don't think that had anything to do with it. I'm totally going to text Strong and say, I will, do you think that this beer tastes like pennies? I will continue to sip on this beer and then give you guys an update if I feel like it changed. The more you drink, of course, the more it's going to change. Well, I mean, then at least I'm giving it a fair shake, right? Instead of taking a sip and being like, this is disgusting. Right. At least I'm trying to give it a chance here. Mm-hmm. So... Sorry, I'm texting Strong because he did take two. Lisa's horrible. I'm going to ask him if he thinks it tastes like pennies. Well, see, at this point, we would normally have story time. Actually, yeah. we'd have story time before this. Yeah. But because yeah. we there talked was... about the penny. Mm-hmm. No story time. I don't think we have time for story time. That's fine. I mean, we can give you a brief, like, update. Lisa had her vow renewal. And, was... and she went crazy. Because she had the same conversation with me via text yesterday that she had with me on the night of her vow renewal. What was that? She was like, did you and Sterl record a podcast that you said you were going to? And I was like, no. And she's like, okay, we'll record it this week coming up like Tuesday. I talked to you about that Friday. <laughs> yeah. Because this is Friday. I said, yeah. You know, but Lisa had been drinking quite a bit oh. at her vow renewal. So, okay, I wasn't, so I wasn't mad. Yes. I mean, and quite then, a bit is not even the word. Yeah. And then, so it's, it was okay because then mm-hmm. she texted me yesterday, Monday, and said, hey, Tiff. Did you and Sterl? And I was like, oh, she obviously did not remember Friday, and it's okay. I I don't remember that conversation. I'm sorry. Lisa's the definition of someone who gets scummy drunk at their, like, wedding. Because it was basically a a second wedding. Okay, Okay. so, first of all, my wedding party was, like, a bunch of partiers. So, we started drinking when we were getting our hair done at 1230. Yeah, see, I wasn't, I was not, I was being a responsible adult, Mm -hmm. and I was working. I want, don't don't get me wrong, I wanted to be drinking, but that's not what was happening. So we had mimosas from 12.30 to, maybe we were there till 2 o'clock, mimosas. Then, at 2 o'clock, my mom, my sister, my niece went and had something to eat, but I had ate before I left, and then, um, so did other people. So we were like, fuck it, let's go to the place and chill in where our little room is and drink some more. Drink some more. Yep. So then we get there and there's Cooper's Hawk Sangria, the bomb. Yeah. And then another red one, but it was too sweet. I didn't like it. Then Nicole had beer. So of course I drank beer. Well, then she bought Whiskey Fire for us all to have some shots. So then we had a shot. Well, then, my zipper on my dress got stuck. Her dress was so out. cute. It was like this black, black mm-hmm. lace top with like a, like a nude, 
like underneath undercover yeah. or whatever. It was really cute. Yeah. The funny thing is, I was telling the other people um, at the wedding, I was like, so I went shopping and got my toes done after I left work on Friday. And <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, so I text Daryl because he's drinking the two. I said, did you think the beer tastes like pennies? He said, laughing my ass off. Tiff must have said that. I don't know, though. Never put a penny in my mouth, but it's good to me. <laughs> it tastes tastes like a penny, guys. Okay. But so, anyways, yeah. back mm-hmm. to my story. So I bought three outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tiffany. Three. And like, I had people vote on them because I liked all three of them. So I was like, oh, which one? So I ended up buying all three. Your dress that you had on was super freaking cute. I meant to tell you it looked really cute. And I one of the dresses. I might have told you. No, she didn't. But one okay. of the one of the dresses was this blue lace one with like a nude, like underneath. And we I could have been twins. Yeah, I was dying laughing when I saw Lisa's dress. I was like, oh shit, that would have been hilarious if I had chosen to wear that one because it was in the running. But um. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you did. You look really cute. Thank you. But so. Then we were drinking that. So then, oh, so then we couldn't get, like, my zipper got stuck and we couldn't get it up. So I had to take it off. So I'm sitting there, like, in my bra with my Spanx and shit on, like, what am I going to do? What if we can't get my zipper up? Like, whatever. And then I'm like, Nicole, I need a shot. Like, I was freaking out. So then, so then by that point, she was like, I'm going to get your sister because she's like fucking MacGyver. She can get this done or whatever. So then her and Michaela go get my sister. They come back in. Thankfully, after she sat there and was like working with it, it finally zipped. So then I had to pull the whole thing over my head and get it on. And I was like, I need another shot and give me a beer. Oh, Oh, freaking out. So then here comes my mom. You better stop drinking because you have to walk down the aisle. I'm like, Whatever. So then, you know it, what yeah. though? That would have been pretty epic. Had Lisa like face planted mm-hmm. at her vowel. Like, well, I would have missed it because I was trying to be respectful and not like really have my camera out. So I took a picture of her son Tyler walking mm-hmm. her down the aisle, and I took a picture of her when she finally got up. But then after that, like I put my phone down. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't want to be that person like holding their cell phone the whole yeah. thing. I just like no. And I already cannot stand people staring at me, so I was already nervous about that. I think Lisa. I don't. I don't know. I, I think, don't like it. I think. Lisa and Calvin's, I don't know, what does he call He's not a minister. Oh, no, he actually... Officiator. He was actually, like, our last-minute stand-in. I think he was trying to hit on me, though, like, when we were walking in. He's married. Oh, okay. And a daughter on the way. Oh, like, I'm like, calm down, Becky. He's, so he's so funny, like, he, his wife is actually one of the, um, people that I... And like a, a lead with at the over the children's ministry. Or Maybe whatever. they're swingers then. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, they're not. Know. I mean, you never know. You don't know what people yeah, do. Yeah, so it's kind of awkward because Calvin told me that his coworker was going to do it. So then, like, I was talking to him and he was like, Oh, so you're Calvin's coworker. And he's like, No, I go to church with Lisa yeah. and Calvin. I was like, Okay. So thankfully, he did it last minute. And then he had like this whole thing or whatever. And I was like, Oh, no. We need to X this part out. X this part out. I said we can make this as short as possible. Their whole I don't ceremony like was like so then 15, 20 minutes. So then max. I was like, okay, well, we did our own vows. So I'm like, I'm not going to write mine down because I, I've been like for months and thinking about what I want to see. They needed to have spoke louder though. Yeah, I, I was kind of pissed off that we didn't have at least microphones or something to 
yeah. talk on, but whatever we're going to do now. So I get up there, and I know that even though I'm just looking at Calvin, I know everybody's staring at me, and I totally forgot what I wanted to say. I knew I should have typed that shit up and pulled it out of my bra. You should have. Just so you had it, just no, in case. I did it. I mean, if you could do it from the heart, I mean, that's the best way to do right. it, but just in case I mean, you it could have been from the heart. It would have just been on paper. Well, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, I was glad it was done. I made it that way. And I told him, I was like, you can even tell people that I was like, cut this shit out, cut this shit out, because I don't want people staring. I mean, I had a great time at, at her vow renewal. Like, it was it a was fun, fun time. The crowd was really fun. Um, yeah, Saturday I went to a an ale fest, and I tried over 18. They only give you 18 tickets, but then people were giving me, like, tickets as they were leaving. So I, I took like, out. Yeah. So, it Did was you go to the one in Naperville? Mm-hmm. Yep, and then we went to some bar afterwards, and we had a beer, and we were talking with random people. It was a good time. Like, I had fun Friday, I had fun mm-hmm. Saturday, and then Sunday I kind of, like, chilled out, ran some yeah. errands or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, we're fun. 20 minutes in, though, so I'm going to let Lisa right. get into the actual topic for this podcast. I was going to say, so I guess after a fun topic, now we're going to talk about something really sad. Yeah. Um, so recently, a baby who was 18 days old died because it sounds like, well, from the article, though, it didn't sound like the parents really just kind of let random people kiss on their baby. But it sounds like somebody must have been holding the baby, kissed it, and actually had um, herpes like a, the like cold sores. Yeah. Which then in turn, um, sorry, like I was totally talking, which then in turn into, um, the baby turned into meningitis. Yeah, which is similar, like, um, we had another person who kind of, like, follows us on social media, and she had also, you know, sent us an article and tagged us in an article that was very similar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a cold sore slash the herpes virus, and... Mm -hmm. One of their visitors must have had it or Ugh. something and caused the baby to have meningitis. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how that whole thing works, but I didn't know is that from directly kissing the baby on the mouth, holding the baby and speaking into the baby's face and maybe well, accidentally like spraying while you're saying, mm-hmm. you know. And well, if you have a cold sore on your mouth, it's on the outside. Yeah, but I'm saying, how close do you have to be to the baby? Is it like... You have to kiss them. Like, you have to touch them for them to get it. it said close proximity, so I didn't know if it meant kissing them on their Mm -hmm. forehead, kissing them on the top of their head, kissing them close to their mouth. Well, I think with cold sores, I'm sure they probably had to kiss... Because to to give someone else a cold sore, you have to kiss... Well, I the, guess it's the like mouth. the cold sores at like, the corner of your mouth and you're, touch, you have yeah. spit coming out of your mouth, maybe saliva. Well, I think the stuff in the cold sore has to touch the... Okay, so, and then would it be a kiss on the foot, a kiss on the head? No, a I'm kiss... sure they probably kissed them on their face or around their lips somewhere. Well, see, that's, I didn't know what... Well, I it, think like, that's how it spreads. Because, like, Lisa posted a question to our social mm-hmm. media, and this is before I kind of knew, like, where the direction of this was going to go. But, I mean, it seems like this happens more often than it should for there to be several articles about it. But, basically, it's herpes, Mm -hmm. and then it, you know, transfers, becomes meningitis for a baby. Mm -hmm. So, the article that 
I saw at work today, which my boss actually showed me, which gave me the idea to do this topic. Um, it was talking about how the first two months of a baby's life is the most critical. That is when you should make sure everybody's washing their hands to hold your baby. You know, if anybody's been sick at all whatsoever, do not let them come around because it can easily be spread to the baby and then the baby can't fight it and the baby could die. Just like um, in this article that, and then another one of our friends actually tagged us in this article after we posed the question, but you know, I guess I don't like, so I never really was picky about people that I knew, like family and close friends touching my newborn kids. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know you, don't you dare try to come up and touch my children because the shit ain't happening. So I guess Lisa's question initially, just so you guys are kind of aware mm-hmm. what sparked, you know, someone sending us an article mm-hmm. about the same thing was, do you let just anyone hold and kiss on your baby as a newborn? All right. So I don't know. Do you want? Should we go through like yeah, responses well, first? You can go because first everybody kind of went crazy because like I posted this on the way home, which was like two hours ago, and it just blew up. So Brittany said, "Not I." Kelly said, "Nope. In fact, I'm extremely paranoid about it." Everyone washes their hands and does not get in her face. They're too susceptible to sickness when they're tiny. Mm-hmm. Nanette said, no, you never know. Brittany said, keep your adult lips off my baby's skin. LOL. Christina said, nope. Close family, friends only. Transalore said, no, no one. Go away. My baby and I are climbing in a cave. No humans. Vania said, Nope, not as a newborn, infant, toddler. Keep those lips off my baby. No telling what they've been doing. Fatima said, nope, nobody touch my future babies. Not till they're married. <laughs> Leah said, anyone I am let holding, letting hold, I trust enough to kiss my baby. Megan said, just my close friends and family. Christina said, nope. Melissa said, I have no children, but the answer is definitely no. When I was a nanny, I never let people touch the baby's or even toddler's face or hands. If they needed to touch, they could touch the foot. I knew a baby who died much like the little one who passed away from meningitis. Mm -hmm. So sad. Dominic said, hell to the gnaw. And Larry said, no. Uh -uh. So mine, um, Ellie said, no. Um, I don't have, even have any of my own. But I think it's everyone's responsibility. If I know I'm sick, I'm not coming around your new baby. I just read an article about a two-month-old um, two little girl that passed after catching an infection from someone that had a cold sore and kissed her. My Aunt Aretha said no. I would keep it to immediate family and the closest friends just for that reason of giving the baby something. I know they say a newborn has a super immune system for about six weeks but I never trusted that with my kids or my grandkids and I have made a few mad in the process but that was my right and responsibility to protect my friend Carlos from church says wait you do a podcast (laughs) and then Anna says I didn't especially kisses I'm more relaxed about holding if the person hasn't been sick and has clean hands but there are too many diseases like RSVP that look like a cold in an adult but are deadly in a brand new baby. Now that she's a toddler who regularly eats Cheerios off the floor, 
I like to think I'm chill. <laughs> but I mean, like, I totally agree with, you know, the whole newborn baby thing not happening. And one of the hardest things for me was with the twins because everybody wants to come up and, like, try to talk to you and touch them and, and stuff because it's twins. And, oh, my God, you have twins. Well, thankfully, Rihanna, even at four years old, or three and a half, was still as sassy as she is now. She used to get pissed off when random people would come up to the to the boys. And, she, like, we had the double stroller with their car seats that would go in there. So she'd shut the flap at the top and look at them like, you ain't touching my brother. <laughs> so then she would do it so we wouldn't have to be the rude ones to be like, not happening. See, and I think I'm a little bit more lax. Um, so for those who haven't listened in a long time or people who are new joining listening, like I'm a I, have, I have four children. Now, when it comes to touching, like, oh, and, you know, people, like, mm-hmm. go up and they touch the baby's, like, foot or leg or something, mm-hmm. I'm not normally, like, oh, hell no, you know, right. but clearly... There's common sense. Like, if somebody's sick, visibly sick, they... I've never really had any a problem with someone being physically sick and then being like, oh, let me hold the baby yeah. or trying to touch the baby. Right. Most of the time, most people I encounter are like, no, I'm sick. Like, right. I don't want to get them sick, so yeah. I'm going to stay back. Um, the second thing... The second part is the kissing. Um, no. I don't, like... I know sometimes it's natural for people mm-hmm. to, like, give the baby a kiss on their like the top of their head mm-hmm. and like if it's someone i know and there's like clearly no visible cold sore because if you had a cold sore you it should already be, well, common, should be common sense could be common sick, fucking be sense common not sense. to touch that's why i didn't know like how like did they let somebody who visibly had a cold sore hold their baby does this cold sore have to be visible because i thought mm-hmm. that's how it worked right but maybe you have it i don't know in your mouth, mouth. like i said maybe it was saliva Maybe mm-hmm. like little because I'm sure if it's in from your, your mouth, mouth while you're talking while and your the saliva face, touches it, those germs right. are gonna come out. Yeah. So that I mean, I could see that where you right. didn't physically see somebody had herpes, mm-hmm. and maybe it's like inside their mouth. I don't I don't know how that works because then yeah they wouldn't have to have necessarily kissed your baby but being in right. close proximity talking into the baby's face right maybe some of the spit comes out of their mouth and mm-hmm. lands on the baby then you have that so then I could see mm-hmm. the yeah we don't want people holding our babies and we don't know them but I mean I don't know are people willing to be like I'm having a herpes breakout right now I shouldn't hold your baby well I would hope. It's a baby. They can't fight their own. I mean, because sometimes they're thinking, they don't think in that. They don't think yeah. like, oh, maybe I might get a little it's spit on the baby. Them, they're but, like, I'm not kissing yeah. the baby. I'm just talking to the baby. I'm not like making out with your baby. That's true. But I also don't, I am, I don't want anybody kissing my babies in the mouth. No. I don't give a shit. I don't kiss my children in the mouth. Babies, toddlers, children size you don't fucking kiss my children in the mouth yeah I that's just how it goes like if that's what you do in your family and that's your own business fine but you don't kiss my yeah, children you definitely in the don't lips kiss somebody else's i don't i don't kiss my own children in the lips mm. and i don't want somebody mm-hmm. else kissing my children in the lips yeah, and that's because awesome. i and don't personally think, that that's think okay. it's appropriate 
And like, okay, so I because get like you're family, your own kids. Well, see, people think but in see, their family it's not a I sexual would never, thing. But for me, I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I, don't I would never go up to somebody else's kids. So, okay, like Tyler and Rihanna, obviously, there is no kissing on the lips. And now I feel like Jordan and Cameron are even too old. Like, they get the kiss on their head or on their cheek or whatever. But, but to me, even thinking I was okay at the younger age, like, I would not go up to Tiffany's kids or I wouldn't even kiss my nephew or my nieces and my nephews on the lips like that's not okay and for people to think that it is okay is very strange for me because you don't know what you could give these poor kids well and aside from that giving what you think like I don't give a shit like what you think as far as like that I just personally it's not appropriate you're right I don't think it personally it is appropriate no you know which is why I don't kiss my own Mm -hmm. children in the mouth because I don't think it's Mm -hmm. I I don't know because I've seen older people and like people throughout their entire life from like baby to toddler mm-hmm. to a small child to older child to teenager to adult uh-uh. still kiss their parents in the mouth and it, no it's just not for me and it's not something that I do in my household and it's not something that I want you doing to my child right. even if it's something you feel is natural or, or okay in your household. Right. You know, I don't mind. I, I don't mind people kissing my kids on like the forehead mm-hmm. or the head or like the cheek mm-hmm. or something. Like that's totally fine. But you know, it's like boundaries. Like we all have certain mm-hmm. boundaries, and that would be my boundary. boundary. So that's why I didn't know the details of like the scenarios right. that are described. You know, in these it doesn't articles. really tell you like the article I read today, and then this article. It doesn't tell you exactly how. Like, this was transferred to the newborn baby. Which, it would have been interesting to find out, like, well, did the person kiss them? Did the... Like, what exactly happened? Or... But it kind of sounds like maybe they don't know who gave it to their baby. Well, I know in the article that Nessa provided, um, it said that they tested the parents and neither one of them tested positive for it. Which says a visitor, but... It doesn't say, like, who they think the visitor is or what the scenario was or how many people they had around the baby. Right. And I feel like it happened in such a short span, so I don't know how many people they had around Mm -hmm. the baby. But I don't want to get into that, like, oh, what kind of parent lets Mm -hmm. all these people around their baby? Because the reality is, like, I'm not, like, I've never been super overprotective. One, because, like, your kids kind of need like a little exposure mm-hmm. and people can go can go overboard right if your thought process is always like mm-hmm. no no one's ever going to come near my baby and they're you know I'm going to keep them in a bubble that's detrimental mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm also not like everybody in the world hold the baby random person yeah, hold exactly. the baby like one thing that so, grosses me out and has always grossed me out and like people laugh at me but I am like a true huge like germaphobe like if i don't know you or we're out in public like germs disgust me i can't help it like people i know fine but like like i don't go into somebody else's house using the bathroom that i know that doesn't disgust me but if i don't know you mm, you better be damn sure that toilet paper's going on the toilet <laughs> we talked about this on the toilet seat before mm-hmm. podcast out in public I don't care if if the boys have to go in the bathroom with me. Like, I make sure they're pointing their thingy into the toilet and they're not touching it. It's disgusting. 
because you don't know what you can catch from other people. Yeah. Like airplanes disgust me. <laughs> Kids crawling around on dirty floors, like out in public, that totally just grosses me out. And it it's like things kind like that of grosses me out, but, but at the same time, well, and that's the thing. Like you can't sit. Okay, part of me is like within a reasonable expectation, I have the same type mm-hmm. of like qualms. Like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like watch a child play on the floor, have their hands all over the dirty floor, and then have them come up and put their hands near my face. Like it's just <laughs> not going to happen. But they or put being, their hands in their face. Hey. That's your own problem. But sometimes they're too small to know better. Well, when they're when they're really little, but when they get to be around my kids, it's like you you know better. Your hands are dirty. See, no, Whatever. I even tell the boys over and over. Plus, over you know, again. I've always been like the person like you go outside, you get dirty, you're gonna get germs, and that's how, and germs are kind of how you build the resistance to uh-huh. things. So I've kind of always been really balanced about it, like. Yeah, you need to also wash your hands and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be, like, following after you and telling you don't touch things and don't mm-hmm. do stuff. I'm just going to be like, listen, you got you got to live and you got to learn. But, I mean, yeah, I, I can't okay, live so life Tyler being a germaphobe. and Rihanna, I'm not so much, like, following behind them constantly. Like, you better go wash your hands or you better go do this. Now... Jordan and Cameron, because I still feel like they're kind of at the age where they, like, get too excited and they don't think about things and then they start touching their face. And I'm like, stop touching your face. You know the problem oh with the boys is that they're Lisa's youngest. <sighs> because they're older than Lena and sometimes I forget that they're older than Lena because mm-hmm. Lisa does things for them and, like, that I don't do for Lena anymore. So I always, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. They are, mm-hmm. like, slightly older than Lena. Like, I forget how old they are. But yeah. don't talk about me. I'm sorry, Lisa. But it's true. Lisa, Lisa's definitely in that. Like, you're you're my babies. You're my they last my ones. And yeah, so yeah. like, Lena's my baby too, and she's my last one as well. But I don't have the same like. I don't want you to grow up. Like I've. That's why I tell people like, and it's so sad to say, but it's like I'm like. I'm mm-hmm. so glad I had children when I was young because if I had gotten to the age that I am mm-hmm. now, I would not have any children. Okay, I don't want any more. Mm. Yeah, if I could does. afford more, but <laughs> you hear you hear the butt like but me. I'm, I'm like even like, if I could afford more, I don't want more. I, I could have more, but but my whole yeah, I don't know. Like, and I don't mind the pregnancy. Like, and most people are like, I don't want to be pregnant. I'm just going to wreck my body. And, like, mm-hmm. me, I loved being pregnant. I'll still mm-hmm. be pregnant for somebody who wants me to bear a child for them. Like, right. if you guys want me to be a surrogate, I got y'all. Like, mm-hmm. for real. But I don't want to raise children anymore. I've mm-hmm. done, like, I'm still in the process of raising my children. But I've done the whole, like, baby and mm-hmm. finding somebody to watch the child and, you know diapers and formula and all of the like going to a party and not being able to enjoy the party because you have to run around after children and make sure they're not like getting into things or getting hurt and you got to fix everybody's meal like i've done that my children are like now moving into the independent stage you know and i Mm -hmm. appreciate that a lot more because you know i'm slowly getting some of my freedom back being able to do things that i want to do and not being able to go to a party and not, like, where are the kids? 
what are they doing? Yeah, I should have um, think about the kids Friday night. I don't even you know, know like, where the hell they were. Where, you know, who's watching them? down They're, the golf course. And see, you can't do that with, like, a one-year-old, a two-year-old, no. three-year-old, four-year-old. Like, as they get to be older, you can allow them to mm-hmm. play and have a little bit more freedom. And then they know, right. like, to come back and check mm-hmm. in with somebody or whatever yeah. the case may be. So, I feel like... Yeah, Lisa's definitely a germaphobe. I, I am. I and like, she's definitely I'm, in the, I want to hold on to this for as long yeah, as possible. peanuts. Yeah, see? <laughs> my babies. And so, I'm, so, like, to talk about, like, me and not liking to see the kids grow up. Because on Friday, you know, Tyler was in his tux. They had all got dressed downstairs with Calvin. And here he comes up the stairs. All I had to do was look. I didn't see his whole body yet. And I'm, like, crying. And I'm, like, oh, oh, no, you look like a grown man. Like, I am not ready for this. He did look this. very handsome. Yeah. He did. And he's, like, mommy, don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. I'm, like, oh, no, you look like a grown man. Like, I'm not ready for this. You're growing up too fast and whatever. And Yeah. Oh. And Tyler's older than my oldest. Yes. And He's almost 15, actually. He'll be 15 on Thursday. I mean, I'm sure when JR goes off to college, maybe I'll feel that little bit of angst. Like, oh, man. Like, see, my kids so stay with now. my parents for eight days. And Lisa so they, lost her damn mind. They were, okay, so like the first, really through the weekend, like that they were there, like the first three, two days, I worked late. So I didn't even get one day. I came over here, and we I was here till almost. I don't think I got home till ten o'clock maybe. So then or ten around then. So I went straight to bed. So I didn't have time to think about it. And then the other days, I worked late. So when I got home, I really just kind of ate and went to bed. Mm-hmm. Then we went through the weekend, and we were extremely busy on the weekend. But then Monday came. It was my early week. We weren't busy, and I was like, "What am I gonna do?" Like, I don't have nothing to do. So then, like, Jordan had called, and the second I heard his voice, I just started crying, and we were out getting ice cream. And Calvin's like, uh, go outside. <laughs> I was like, but I miss them, and I'm ready for them to come home. And I don't know, I guess, yeah, I'm that mom. Me, I like them at home. I like the full house. My children have been gone for, like, a month mm, and a half. I don't know how you do it. And... Have you I've cried? Been, I've been chill. No. Have you been sad? No. Oh, Tiffany. And then, like, I called I called the kids and spoke to them, like, mm-hmm. two days ago. And um, that was the first time that any of them were like, we want to come home. And that was Lena. And she was like, we want to come home, Mom. When are we going to come home? And I was Aww. like, oh, you know, Daddy and I were flying out there in, like, another week. Oh, he's going to go, too. Yeah. So, we're flying out there in, like, another week. And, you know, and so she's excited about that but that was the first time mm-hmm. in a month and a half that any of the kids said anything close to like we miss you yeah. or we want to come home and it, it wasn't even like a sad like I want to come home it was just like I want to come home mom when we come home well, see, my like, kids oh, didn't we're gonna home either. get you it was just me yeah see and I was like I've been so busy yeah you learned that I don't have time day. to like yeah i don't have time to sit and like mm-hmm. really miss the kids because i'm so busy all the time there's always something that like someone asked me to go here or i want to go get mm-hmm. this done and I, I have time to do this and i don't feel guilty See, about if this, i so. could go out and just do whatever i wanted 
no offense, Calvin would probably have married <laughs> and go here and go there. And like, I probably wouldn't have been so sad either, but I wasn't just going to be like, peace, Calvin, I'm going to here or I'm going to there. Well, and it wasn't necessarily like, I'm going to do this by myself. It's just mm-hmm. that, like, I tell p- people this and they think it's kind of like weird, but. I always have to turn people down. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. go because, you know, I got to spend time with Mm -hmm. the kids. I got to go home. I got to cook. I got to clean. I got to get this done. And, like, I get a lot of invites to go places. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of times I can't do it because I know my responsibility is to be a parent. I got to be home and be a wife and a parent. So, it's like I have things that I have to do. So, like, now that the kids have been gone, I don't really have an excuse to be like, no, I have mm-hmm. to go home and be a mom. Right. It's like, okay, great. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to dinner. Mm-hmm. All right, you're having this event. Okay, I'll go. You guys mm-hmm. want to do this? Okay, I can go. You know, I and I don't feel that guilt of, like, just upping and going. Right. Whereas, like, when you have kids, you're like, okay, like, I got to pick mm-hmm. and choose what I can attend and how much I can attend in a week. And, right. you know, so I'm actually looking forward to the kids being older and like I like that they're doing their own thing mm-hmm. and they're more independent and you know I want to go hang out with my friends okay right. great alright I want to go do this great mm-hmm. they're not up under me 24 mm-hmm. 7 which means like there's a little bit more room for me to yeah the highlight of my summer is not painted babysitter this year that should be the highlight of a lot of parents summers because it's been amazing. daycare and babysitting is fucking ridiculous. I know. I'm like, shit. When Tyler goes back to Michigan, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do with the kids. Because they can't see home by themselves for and finding, a week and a half. Finding sitters is very stressful. It is. For anybody who, you know, doesn't know about that life for those people like, never had to find a, a daycare or a sitter or something. It's horrible. It is, it is the most stressful thing. Because you don't want to send the kid to like some shit house where well, you that, can't afford. And then, well, yeah. But then you can't hardly afford to go for them to go to a good place because they're three. You can't. You might as well not even work. They yeah. take your whole damn paycheck. Depending on how many children you right. have. If you got more old, than one, you might as well forget how it. How old they are. Mm-hmm. And if they're just, in diapers with one, you still might as well forget yeah, it. Yeah, your newborns are going to run you about $250 a week. So, in a month, you're talking about a mortgage, you're talking rent, you're talking, like, a lot of money. That's $1,000 for four weeks. Okay? And yeah, and that's for just a middle-of-the-road right. type of daycare. Like, one that's not, like, an in-home or, like, or a shady-ass daycare, but one that's not, like, your best one out there. You're just talking middle-of-the-road. So, I, th- I think... 250 for a newborn. Recently, I saw, and I don't know who the status it was, but... For a, a new baby, they were, like, trying to charge, like, $50 a day. So, yeah, that's two fifty yeah. or more. So, then if you have one other kid and that, what, goes down to 45 just because there's no diapers, like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's for Who a, can afford full, that? Yeah, for a full-time child, um, the toddler age, you're talking yeah. 200 a week. And then... You know, as they get a little bit older, you're talking 150 a week, yeah. and then it doesn't really go m- down much for mm-hmm. part time. You're still talking about a hundred dollars a week. I mean, right. so d- depending on how many children you are, you have, and their ages, mm-hmm. you're gonna paint up the wazoo. And like taking a day away doesn't matter because they still say four four days a week is full time, so you still have to pay them the same amount of money. I mean, just think of the money that you make in a week, like after mm-hmm. taxes. 
very few of us make enough money to justify having like three or Joy. four children in daycare. Yeah, I agree. You don't. It just doesn't make sense. And then you have to make sure that you pick a daycare that can pick up, like, if you have a school-age child from school. And then that costs even more money. To come back. So you might as well feel like you have a newborn back in. So it's like, I mean, there's so many things to factor in. And Mm -hmm. people are like, well, don't have children if you can't afford them. And it's like, Mm -hmm. look at how much money you're asking somebody to, like, And I feel like, like, that is one of my most, and I know we kind of now got off the topic of the baby, but, die, but. That is, like, one of my biggest pet peeves ever. Don't have children until you can afford them. Because, honestly... You'll never be able to afford You will children. never be able to afford a child because you never know what's going to happen. And or how much... And children that, are expensive. They are very expensive. Think about food, formula, diapers, daycare, activities, clothes, shelter. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these different things that just pile on and and, you know Lisa and I sound bad because like you know we're like look at all the complaints of being a parent but I mean these are realities like people tend to like think because you're having a hard time or you voice difficulties or negative aspects of parenting that you're like oh well then why did you have children if it's so horrible and it's like it's not that the having children's horrible well it's like everything it's just expensive it's everything in life right Work has goods and bad, right? right? You're good. You're making money. You're right. making a living. The yeah. bad thing, you kind of got to deal with some bullshit or right. having to get up and go every day. It's just something that has to be done. Exactly. And I feel like if I want to tell the people who say don't have children if you can't afford them. Well, if that's the case, everybody in the whole world would be doctors or lawyers because. But then everybody can't be doctors and lawyers. Exactly. So that's why it kind of shuts that whole statement down. Like, Yeah, it's like the argument of, like, minimum wage. Well, they shouldn't work minimum wage jobs. Well, everybody cannot be a chief. No. You have to have some Indians, right? Exactly. So why not pay people a living damn wage? Yep. Because a minimum wage ain't living wage. No, it's not. Hey, that'd be a good topic. It would be an excellent topic. Though, every time Lisa and I say that something will be an excellent we topic, don't do it. we don't do it. So, like, sorry, kind of like a jinx. Um, but um, we're 50 minutes in roughly to this podcast. So I don't know if Lisa has any additional things else. to add. I don't have anything else. So what now we will do... Did you like it at the end? You know what? It starts to taste better the more I drink it. Yeah, like now that I'm on my second one... Dang, I didn't realize Lisa had so many. I'm st- I just I didn't finished have up so one. Many. It's just my second. Stroke took the other two, remember? Oh, I didn't know he took two. I thought he, he did. took one. No. I was like, damn, Lisa, Lisa polished off like three. No. And she hit the third one. This one bottle. you can't even taste like a. No. The more you drink it, the less you can taste the metal. Yeah. The metal, I guess. So, we need to give shout outs, which is kind of funny because I think EJ was talking to us, but then Calvin took it as a shout out, like that he needed to shout out. I don't know, I didn't. We're going to shout out EJ from the Guys Talking Smack podcast, a wrestling podcast uh-huh. for, of course, the SmackDown WWE. So, if you guys are into wrestling, check that out. Shout out to EJ. So, always listening. What, what was theirs? What was theirs? What? Like, how did they shout us out? No, he just got on Twitter and was like, Calvin is not the only one that listens to your guys' podcast. Oh, gotcha. I didn't even see it. Which is what I got, but I think Calvin maybe thought the other way around. Like, you know, 
the MWT podcast is not the only ones that listen to your podcast, oh. but I don't think I remember us discussing that we actually listen to Calvin's podcast. I don't. I know we shout. We, I know we shout him out. I didn't even see that tweet actually. I guess I should Lisa start was going bu- on Lisa was busy this week, so I guess I should start going on Twitter. As I was Twitter on the tweets on the tweets. Yeah, I don't Sorry. So shout out to them. Um, check yes. out some of the other podcasts. RBU, Lace Them Up, Equal Opposites, Studio Flow, Love and Hip Hop, D and Mac Talk TV. I think is what it's called. I don't know. I'm bad. Mac and D Talk TV. I don't listen. Tiffany is really good. She's a good one of I'm us. Not super good. Cause I don't listen mm-hmm. to anybody else's podcast. I don't even listen to Calvin's, and he knows that. And she says, "I just don't really have time." She's a whore. I listen to my commute. I have really yeah. Really you long have commute, a very long so. commute, and then Calvin listens to them all because he works nights. He can't sit on the phone and talk to somebody or text, so he listens to podcasts. And you know what? I will say podcasts do get you through, like, when I have a really long drive, I listen to, like, mm-hmm. marathon, listen to podcasts, because it really gets me through mm-hmm. my drive. I don't know how it does it, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I guess it is kind of like having a conversation with somebody or listening to somebody talk, and that, right. for me, is better than music. So. Oh, see, and I like to listen to music on my drive, because I feel like it just kind of alters whatever bad mood I'm in. See, now, on the way to work, I always listen to podcasts, and then on the way home, I listen to music. Yeah. Mostly because I'm more upbeat, like, let's go, I'm second wind, heading yeah. home. Oof. So, all right, y'all. I think that's it. That's it. You can hit us up on all the major social media networks at the MWT Podcast. You can email us at the MWT Podcast at gmail.com. And, and you, you can, can text us. Go ahead, because you know what I don't 331 know. 6848814. Bam. And we're up. Bye.